Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, do you know what a managed fund is? If you said yes, I'm impressed. But if, like me, you have absolutely no idea, author and property investment expert Margaret Lomas thinks it's about time you learned because having one could be your ticket to more savings and a better retirement. And that sounds good. When you're in your 20s or 30s, it's easy to see retirement as being a really long way off. In between now and when you finally leave the paid workforce, there's probably marriage or finding a life partner, possibly having children, buying a house, upgrading that house, overseas holidays and so much more. That final day of work seems like such a long way off and it's one that you can think about at a later date as it starts to get closer. I can't tell you how many people I meet who are in their late 40s and early 50s who suddenly realise that they didn't plan well enough for their retirement years. Suddenly, retirement is well within view and they realise that apart from their own home, they have little available to live a decent lifestyle. It's an absolute fact that most people are so underprepared for retirement that they suddenly find themselves on less than half their final year's salary when they do retire and they have to severely cut back on the luxuries that they may have been enjoying while they were working. Some may have homes they own outright, but even selling that home and downsizing often doesn't add enough to their financial bottom line to make a lot of difference. If you're relying on your super balance to give you what you need after you retire, you should know that won't be enough. The average superannuation balance in Australia today for retiring people is around $300,000, but this takes into account a lot of high income earners. The more common superannuation balance for retiring people is closer to $150,000. This might seem like a lot when you're 20, but it's not enough to fund your retirement for 30 years you must take action to put in place an additional wealth creation plan as soon as you can, and the earlier you do so, the better life you can create for yourself in the future. So, once you have your budget under control and you find yourself with a little extra money, it's time to start thinking about investing that money, and one way this can be done is via what is known as a managed fund. I'm going to tell you more about managed funds after the break. I'm talking about how you can invest toward making your financial future a little more secure. And I want to talk to you now about managed funds. A managed fund is the collective pooling of money for the purposes of investing. Managed funds present opportunities to people who would like to be involved in investing, yet they'd prefer to avoid some of the risk by investing with other people. They provide a way that you can invest in the investment of your choice, but with a smaller amount of money. Here's a simple example of how investing in managed funds work. Imagine that you'd like to own a racehorse and you have $100,000 to spend. You know very little about horses, so you listen to a few people, you read a book or two, you use your instincts and you choose a horse that you feel will do well. One of two things will happen. You're either right and you make money each time that horse wins, or you're wrong and you lose everything. As an alternative, you could join 10 racing syndicates, putting $10,000 into each syndicate to buy 10 horses. You've decreased the amount of money that it's possible to win, yet you've increased the chance that you have of getting a winning horse. The returns might be lower, but the chances of return are greater. 
Managed funds follow the same principle. Your small amount of money buys part of an entire portfolio of investments. In effect, you have a little piece of a lot of different things, pieces which, if you were on your own, you wouldn't be able to buy, but that collectively with others you can. This type of investing is known as indirect investing as opposed to direct investing, which happens when you invest alone and directly into an asset. Managed funds employ experienced people to make the day-to-day -day decisions about what to do with the money. These people, by law, must use due diligence to manage your funds effectively in order to achieve the best possible results according to the individual objectives of that fund. Typically, a managed fund will invest in commercial properties and large-scale investments if they are a property fund, or in shares and growing companies if they are share-based funds. You can choose a fund with a low-risk approach, which will invest in lower-risk assets, or one which invests more aggressively to give you a better rate of return, but at a higher risk that you might lose your money. There are many of them, and so you can shop around till you find one which has the kinds of underlying investments that suit your own risk profile. Most funds need $5,000 to get started, but there are funds where you can begin an investment from as little as $1,000. Then you can set up a regular investment from as little as $100 a month. That's just $3.33 a day, money that you won't notice missing. When you invest in a fund regularly for a set amount of money each time, the average cost of each unit you buy is smoothed out because you're buying them when they're up and you're also buying them when they're down. Managed funds are a great way to ramp up your savings. Even if you aren't investing as a retirement strategy, they can help you to get ahead more quickly than money in the bank can do and your savings for that holiday, car or even a home of your own could come sooner than you think. Now that is good news. And let's be honest, are you really going to miss that $3.30 a day? Not when you're sitting back on that European holiday you saved up for. Then you'll just be thinking, what a legend you are. Now, if you've got questions for any of our experts or you want to share how these small changes are impacting your finances, then make sure you drop us an email at smallchange at novapodcast.com.au. Thanks so much for joining us and I will catch you on Friday for another episode of Small Change.